There's always money in the banana stand. I get that. Good ref. You get that? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, it's from Arrested Development. No ads. For shows? <laughs> Our whole podcast is ad for sh- ads for shows. Every drop, all our intros. <laughs> pop culture guys. <laughs> yeah, pop culture guys. And golf guys. And golf guys. And coaster guy. Did you yeah. know that? No. Who's the coaster guy? I just started using coasters. I'm going to take care of You've my... You've kept those for four years? He has like a whole... He has two handfuls of coasters. It's got to be upwards of 50 coasters. I have coasters from around the world. Every bar I go to, I put one in my back pocket. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golf huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Can't start worse than that. It's only episode 67. Never done this before. Three, two, one. Welcome in. Hello, everybody. Uh, friends, listeners, just the senseless in general. This is episode 67. You're listening to the Bold Nonsense Podcast. The red light is on. And that means, you know, it's the end of the weekend. You're done working, so stop thinking and just get a little senseless. With three gentlemen who really enjoy sports. Fun and hilarity. Sports guys. Sports guys. Sports, 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 sports. Pew, 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 pew. We love sports. You love sports. Hope you love episode 67 because it's coming at you right now on 6-7-2019. That's June 7th, 2019. Um, calendar. Um, mess with me. <laughs> mess with all three. Um. That's a slogan. That's a slogan. Not quite a t-shirt, but it's a slogan. Um, thank you for joining us on this momentous occasion. It's Friday, and on Friday we podcast. I'm one of the three hosts of this this amazing podcast. I'm at Walsh Disney. You took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. Happiest host on earth. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Mm. Smiling. Ear to ear. Are you? Year to year yeah. on Fridays, yeah, pretty much all day. Mm. People complain about it. They're like, hey, man, why are you smiling all the time? I'm like, shut up. It's Friday. Do you know why? Because this is our day of service. This is our 
This is our church. This is our temple, if you will. This is our day. This is our holy day. So let's bow our heads. Preach. And welcome yeah. in our co-hosts. Yeah. All the way, all the way across. Talk the like video. a pastor, Walsh. Talk like a pastor. Yes. Across the video feed. <laughs> Say it again, Father. Say it again. <laughs> it is. His holy name is. Grab my soul! I am at St. Bale's! <laughs> How about it, you creep, you lunatic, mental defective? <laughs> he said, grab my soul. Grab my soul. I've never heard grab, grab my soul. My soul. <laughs> oh. I am here on this beautiful day. Gonna make history on the ears of many. But until then, I'd like to go to my third co-host. There's so much head movement with this skit. I, I, I can't do any justice, so I'm going to take it back. I'm going to bring it back. No, I preach. No, preach. no sir. No, nice. Receive the message. I am blessed to be here today and to be forgiven for all of my terrible bets I've made in the last week. Uh, believe that, baby. Uh. Preach. My name is At Still Smooth. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. And I would like to tell you about a little fact that happened on this day. Uh, tell me that fact, that Mr. Smooth. Let's go. Tell me that fact. He's never going to get done with this. In 1932, pitcher John Quinn, at the age of 47, became the oldest player to make an extra base hit, which was a double, and bat in a run at the same time as his team, the Los Angeles Dodgers, beat the Chicago Cubs 9-2. to two. I say that's a win. They won 9-2. to two. <laughs> Do that over here again. That's my favorite part. <laughs> I love how the hair flips too love, when he does it. I love it. that there's, it, the chin goes straight what? to the shoulder. It's that's awesome. That's good stuff. Yeah, are we still preaching, or am I done with this? Well, why don't you preach your random thoughts? Mm, okay. But you don't um, have to do it in the preacher voice. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll give you a break. So, no, so here we go. So I got a, I got two things. Uh, one that you can think about, and one that entails all three of us. Okay. Uh, the one that... Okay, let's, let's do the one that we can think about here. Sure. Uh, I, I want to write a petition... <laughs> to all airlines across not just the United States, but the globe. Um, the safety of airlines, okay? Let's say let's say there is um, uh, a tragedy, a, a mishap, a disaster, something. Do you uh, – yeah, Walsh, you have, you've only been on like two planes. It's fine. No, I'm not, I'm not roasting you. I'm not, I'm not trying to roast you. Uh, at so smooth, big business trip guy. Um, uh, airplane safety. What is the one thing they preach on the airplane safety? Stay calm, or like. No, hold on, hold on. Um, Find the exits. The closest one may be be behind you. Okay, but what do when you're getting out of the plane? What are they using? Think about. It. Hands. Float. Flotation devices, oh, right? Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like in Here the we go. In the emergency. Here we go. Yeah. At St. Bales is preaching as we speak. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a petition. We are going to get parachutes 
for parties of two, okay? So I understand there's not going to be a, a full we're going we're gonna to have all those parachutes under each seat, okay. but we're going to make two-person parachutes just in case, you know, Mildred, 83 out of Atlanta, Georgia, you know, passes out. And you got to take Mildred down there. You got um, the oxygen mask airborne. on Mildred. Got, no, 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 no. Screw the mask. Airborne. Okay. Okay. Mildred, come back to life now. <laughs> um, no, I'm serious. I think parachutes need to be implemented for safety precautions in every single airline across this globe flotation devices okay so here's the thing how many of those planes are actually going to land in water you can't do any well it, see th that's a good point but that only on. helps if you land in water uh, yeah i think the whole thing is like if you land on land you're done it's probably not it's not in but the, the cards thing, <laughs> but the thing is is the thing is is you have to act fast in a situation like that and what better way to get you out faster? Hut one jump, hut two jump, hut three jump. Okay. Well, then everybody's yeah. gonna line up. It takes it. How long once the plane lands successfully to get everybody to line up and get out of the plane? Okay. Uh. Well, that's because. Okay. Let Let me. Let me. I get you. Let me tailor something onto this because I. <coughs> it's all about speed, right? Parachutes. Love the idea. What about squirrel suits so there's less stuff that we got to worry about, like pulling on our backs? What if we put on the squirrel suits and then we just fly out the, fly because, out the side of the no, Everybody's got to put a squirrel on. suit on. <laughs> yeah. No, here yeah. we go. Here we go. The squirrel suit, you, you're you not going to have that. when you. So when you pull the parachute, oh. you have a slower impact towards the ground. You have the squirrel suit. You're hit. <laughs> you're so uh, See ya. <laughs> Make it a hell of an angle. <laughs> yeah. Go you're for water point. at that point. At that <laughs> yeah. point, then yeah. you're on your own and have the flotation device. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what I'm saying is flotation devices, absolutely horrendous in airlines. I got it. I've got your fix. You've been Dep on two Deputy in, Marshall. In, 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 in fighter jets, you pull the eject button. Where does the parachute come from? The seat. Boom. Oh. Parachutes in your seats. And you already be locked in with your there belt. You go. There you go. You're already, yeah. Belt's already on. So do we advocate for over-the-shoulder belts? And you're fine. Okay. Now, hold on. When you get ejected from your seat, though, out of the top, now listen to this. What if you have, uh, I don't know, Rob out of Portland, Oregon, who's 450 pounds? It's just a parachute. So hold on. But Rob, what if Rob can't fit through the uh... ejection hole? Yeah, you make them big. What? Make them big. Oh, well. Overcompensate. Maybe put Rob on the exit row, and so you know how there's like a little bit more like leg room on the exit rows or the emergency exit rows. Yeah, but half half of his junk's going to be in the in the exit row, or it's going to be in the pathway. Yeah, I don't you know. Gotta climb, you got to climb over it, and you're like, well, Rob. Rob might be SOL, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you should have drove. <clears throat> Can't save everybody. But I'd like you to send this petition to the Department of Defense. Uh, I'm going to send this to TSA, 100%. Yeah. yeah. This Department TSA will get this through. Yeah, I just picked the first, uh, first Anything that bureau that came yeah. to my head. Didn't okay. Didn't quite work. Um, I, got a, I, I got another thing. Um... We, uh, the Bold Nonsense podcast got an email recently. 
Now, it's not what you think. It's not from a potential sponsor. It's actually from Apple, hmm. the Apple Podcast Store. Oh, God. The categories of podcasts are changing, okay? They're getting rid of the category sports and recreation. Oh, no. What? What? It's going to come down to That's sports. It. Now, hold on. <laughs> it's going to come down to sports, but then it's sports is going to have a subcategory. Now, I'm going to name off the subcategories of sports, and I want you guys to think about what we need to do. I know there's okay. a couple options, and I think I know the answer at Walsh Disney's going to go with. And I think I know the answer at Still Smooth is going to go with. But is it going to be different than Walsh Disney's? It might be the same. Sports. There's baseball, basketball, cricket, fantasy, football, golf, hockey, rugby, running, soccer, swimming, tennis, outdoor, volleyball, wilderness, and wrestling. We have to choose? We have to choose a a specific sport. Are you sure? I swear to God. That's weak. I swear to God. So we can't talk about multiple sports anymore? Select the category that best reflects the content of your show. If available, you can also define a subcategory. We can define one if okay. we want. Oh, I like defining one. I'd say this is a primarily a football podcast. What's the easiest way to get to number one in a category? Make your own. Yeah. Make a subcategory. I yeah. do like this. I, I just read this as of now. Although you can specify more than one category and subcategory in your RSS feed, Apple Apple Podcast only recognizes the first category and subcategory. So, all encompassing nonsense. That's our new category. That's our subcategory. We live in fantasy land, so <clears throat> fantasy could be uh, the right pick. Fan- you know, we could hit the fantasy spectrum, and people will be like, "Oh yeah, people do do like that." We There's, go rebellious, yeah. undefined. Yeah, yeah. There you go. We don't live by your terms, iTunes. You can't confine us. You can't. Yeah. We're gonna do our own thing. Who do you think we are? The not bold, average podcast. The this makes sense podcast. No, we're not that. That's not us. The weekend listen because we're like your. Sunday church service podcast. Yeah. We bring a little bit of everything. Yeah. We're not your Aunt Aunt Karen. No. I have an Aunt Karen. Shut the hell up. I have an Aunt Karen. <laughs> you do? No, I do not. Two out of three. That's good. Yeah, I have an Aunt Karen. You do? Best carrots and ranch on the planet. What? Carrots from the store and ranch from Hidden Valley? Probably. <laughs> oh my. That's how you remember your aunt. <laughs> <laughs> great, lady, great lady, great <laughs> lady. Um, you got a random thought, or what? Do I? I have a. You go. I have a memoriam. Okay. Um, I got one for you. So, as you guys know, I live in a, an apartment complex. I was at the, <clears throat> I was uh, at the gym the other day, and <clears throat> I was using the restroom. And you guys not know, working out. <laughs> just, I just couldn't make it up to the uh, the apartment. I had to go to the gym. Didn't stop. <laughs> um, but you guys know what koala koala care stations are in the bathrooms. Koala care, yeah. like yeah, where you, the diaper changers. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's there's a warning label on there, and this is this is what it reads. The the um the the warning label 
said basically that to do not place a toddler who weighs basically more than 100 pounds on this changing station. It has a max capacity of 100 pounds. And I'm thinking to myself, one, I don't know the average weight of a toddler. What is the average weight of a toddler? And how do you think you've ever seen a 100-pound toddler before? That sucker would be huge. Okay, so I have some. I have a couple of nephews who are pretty pretty thick. Yeah, and one of them. They can't be close to hundred pounds. I don't even think I have a nephew who's four now. I don't even think he's a hundred pounds. I was. I he's here. Not even here we close go. To hundred pounds. So these was, guys can be. You could have four people up there, four little guys up there, four. I don't know. I was well, 42 no. pounds in the second grade. 42 pounds in the second. There you go. So who are they? Do you remember that? I wouldn't put it past. I don't know. I don't know. It, okay, it, that's, a, that's a true fact. What what age are you in the second grade? Seven. Okay. So you're getting changed. When do you get stopped? When do you stop getting changed? Pounds? That's like three. That's yeah. like yeah. So what I'm saying is like maybe we can get we can turn this business, the Bold Nonsense podcast business, into, like, a podcast, and then we also make cheap knockoff Qualicare tables that don't have the reinforcements for 100 pounds. We just make it up to, like, 50. Save some money on all the parts. Sell them for cheap. What do we call it? What should we call it? Let's brainstorm real quick. It sounds like Koala. You know what we should do? Knockoff Koala. We should make Qualicare tables... For bars across the United States, when your friend when you passes that, out and shits, or when you up. have that one drunk friend that you gotta clean up. Oh, <laughs> dude! I'm telling you guys right now, if you guys ever need that table, I'm not. Helping you. I will leave you there. I'm not changing. I will leave you, Paul Pierce's, sitting there in your filth. <laughs> yeah. What? Wait. What should this be named? Um. Um. This knockoff or the drunk one? Either one. I like the drunk one. Uh, like the filth station. Droala care. Drunk koala. Or are you talking about the actual baby ones or the the drunk the drunk 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 ones for the for a grown person? Uh, The nonsense centers. Ooh. There you go. Nonsense cleaning stations. Non-centers. Non-centers. We'll figure it out. Branding the, TBD. The oops opportunity. Yeah. Oop. <laughs> the up. Oh, Amber had another shot. <laughs> too many table. The too many table. Yes, there you go. Ooh, the, the too, too many, many table. table. I, like I do it. like the too many table. No one wants to, yeah. You don't want to be put on the too many table. Yeah. Uh, Walsh, you got a random thought? Yeah, total left turn from where we just were. But Mm. uh, yesterday was the anniversary of D-Day. Oh, God. And I thought we should raise our glasses, give a cheers to the men who... who And women. I don't know if women were... I don't know. Were women? At this point in 1940? No. No, but we'll... So, I'll give you a fact, They were in the military. You know why? Why? Because Elton John's mother was a gunner on one of their fighter pilots. So, she was in the military. So, let me correct. Men and women who uh, participated in the, the largest 
amphibious What's attack. That mean? Oh, aqua. Amphibious, yeah. From yeah. the water. Attack in history. That's still one of the craziest scenes. Because the opening oh, of... Uh, wild. Is that Saving Private Ryan? That's, yeah. that's D-Day, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's intense. You know that a bunch of... They screened it for veterans because they wanted to make sure it was accurate and they like had trouble watching it. A lot of sure. them had to leave. Sure, Because it was too realistic. Yeah. No, that's... Uh, really? Wild. Yeah. They like gave them flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. So they couldn't watch it. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, Can you even imagine? Oh, yeah, let's watch this movie. Ah! <laughs> Not not good, not good. George. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think that's important. Uh, cheers, cheers for all those guys. Thank you for everybody serving in the military. I know we have a couple of listeners out, um, yeah, out across the world. That cheers, do we? Respect. Oh yeah, we do. We, we do. do. A, we do have some listeners. We have. We have. Yeah, we do across yeah. the world. You yeah. Bet. So everybody in the service, thank you very much uh, yeah. for your doing. And with that, okay, that's our random thoughts. Let's now transition and get away from our minds to into testing our minds with trivia. Trivia! Trivia! Trivia, baby! (laughs) Welcome back to Jeopardy. Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? What, are you making a statement? No, you can't read. Can you read? Guy gets a master's, thinks he can read? <laughs> what is this shit? <laughs> and because I think I can read, I'm going to take it away and read last week's huge but informative <coughs> trivia question. Last week's trivia question reads like this. This Vikings defensive end scooped up a 49ers fumble and ran 66 yards into the end zone. The wrong end zone. Both teams chased him down the field, and his teammates on and off the field were screaming at him to no avail. He ran into the end zone, threw the ball out of bounds, resulting in a safety for the 49ers. Who was this Vikings defensive end? Answer? None other than Mr. Jim Marshall. Thanks, Jim. For, Jim, you idiot. For providing us last week's trivia question with your incompetency. Did I do that right? Did I use somebody that word right? save Jim today. Somebody save Jim. Amen. Baby. Put your hands up and let's get an amen. Amen, amen. baby. Let's go. Amen. From the back. Mm. <laughs> the back row. Amen. <laughs> the guys who show up late. <laughs> Cousin Ned, cousin Ned's yeah. always late to service. Just throws an amen out there and leaves. The whole family's in the like the fifth row, and then Ned's sitting up in the balcony. <laughs> Waits like five seconds after everybody else. Amen. Leaves right after just, communion. Just so he knows everybody heard him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Terry's here. <laughs> then he just dips. <laughs> you coming to Auntie May's brunch or what are you doing? Well, I brought the ribs. I brought the ribs <laughs> and. Down the slow cooker. I got the coleslaw from Grandmammy. (laughs) (laughs) And this next question. Okay. This person, yeah. Who's the only person in NBA history to be named most valuable player, coach of the year, and executive of the year? They did all of those? Yeah, they did all three. Who wrote the question? Was how, it you? How could one person do achieve all three feats? Shocking. LeVar Ball, 100%. <laughs> um, He's coming on the herd soon. 
this week, next week. Nice. Oh, Hell yeah. Listening then. <laughs> yeah, you are. Come on. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Here, but here you we know go. What the people will listen to? The, the people news. Listen. Thank you. At the same bells, they listen to the news. I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I, I thought I was supposed to yell it. Here we go. It's the news. It's it's the topics of this week, and we're gonna do each story in thirty seconds. We will start in the NFL, where Gerald McCoy, my favorite McCoy, has signed a contract with the Panthers, one year for eight point five million. Wait, you know who Gerald McCoy is? Yeah, I had to be reminded. (laughs) <laughs> but, but what was your fantasy team's name? McCoy's Boys. After Colt? At, no. Right, after Colt, right? No. After Gerald. Oh. oh but okay. you didn't know who he was. I didn't mm. recognize it. I got a lot of stuff up in this dome. Yeah, but congratulations. Master's degree. Master's degree guy. I can uh, read. Yeah. I can read. All right. Well, hey. Um, yeah. Okay. Does this Shout make out. them a contender? The uh, Panthers? No. 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 Does it help them? Yes. Yes. But it's not a contender. It's a trial. I mean, what can you lose with one year? You know, lose a lot. I'll tell you what. What more? Or what lose hand, eight and a half million. What handicaps a team more is the Carson Wentz contract extension, four years, one hundred seven million, about twenty six million dollars a year. Not. I don't. Not a great idea, in my um, my I, my. Your opinion. My opinion. So I think it's great. You do. I think it's great, Walt. I think it's great because um, the owner, uh, Mr. Lori, is that right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Anyway, we don't fact check uh, here, so <laughs> done with that. Literally, um, pulling the trigger on such a wonderful individual. Oh, yep. I, I think it's a great deal for Philly. I think he's going to stay for at least another ten. If you say he's healthy, it's going to be amazing, and this deal will get better with the time. That's over 30 seconds. Hey, You're we, fine. We did it. We did it. I'm fine. All right. I guess we'll just call it my fault then <laughs> and move on to the Jets hiring Joe Douglas as their new GM. He was formerly the Eagles president of player personnel. The Eagles, everybody knows, they've been killing it in the past couple years, especially with their roster. Um, I think, uh... So the Jets win or losing this higher? Win, 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 win. J-T-S-E, Jets. All we do is win, 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 no matter what. I think they need to get back Todd Bowles. What? Oh, now you're on the Todd Bowles train. I'm on the Todd Bowles train now. I think they need to get Todd back. I don't Good. think Joe a big fan of... Uh, this will make the Jets better than the Giants. Wrap up, wrap up this 30 seconds. <coughs> Do the Jets win over or under six games this year? Over. Over. I'll take the over as well. At least put the half in there. Five and a half or six. PGO picks. <laughs> PGO's picks coming up. Mm. Let's move to the NBA. 
where Kawhi has a... So smooth? Yep. You okay here? Yep. Okay. Kawhi is suing Nike over the claw logo. Um, Kawhi has moved, went to New Balance. He moved everything to New Balance. And Nike technically, or at least they say, owns the logo. Kawhi says he designed it, so he should own it. So I heard that right now it's a partial ownership between Nike and Kawhi itself. There was a collaboration effort. Um, but Kawhi wants the whole thing. <clears throat> Kawhi wants the whole thing. I know in uh, the Clippers pitch to sign Kawhi, the buyout of that logo, they're going to put the Clippers are offering up the money to buy out the rest of Nike's portion of that logo. That's personally my favorite player logo. Um, I'll wrap this up. My favorite player logo. It's just so clean. I like it. Um, I don't know who's in the right here, but uh, it'll be interesting to say the least. I think Vince Carter needs to bring his logo back. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Okay. Well, speaking of Vince Carter, he's going to play his 22nd season. Yeah, he is. I think that's a record. That's the most seasons anybody's ever played in the NBA. Um, How do we feel about this? I will go. Super pumped. I will go see a when the Hawks come to Portland. I will go see that game. He's that big. Yeah. Oh, he's huge. I haven't seen. I have not seen him. um, We saw him in. We saw him in February, January. Yeah. Oh, we actually did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Is he the quintessential player of our generation? Not the best, but the quintessential. Not like pre-LeBron. Quintessential. The the spokesperson, the face of that generation. Before no, LeBron's Kobe. generation, Kobe. after... Kobe's our generation. I'd probably say Kobe. I mean... Or, and then Tracy McGrady, Scoop. and then probably him. You think Tracy McGrady over Vince? Well, here we go. Oh, that's I'd tough. It'd go Kobe... Tracy, Tim Duncan, KG, then uh, Vince. Wow. Of our generation. Of our quick, the... quick what? Top four or five? Five. Quick top five. Out of boy. Proud of you. Okay. Uh, Kyrie prefers the Nets over the Knicks. What? Mm. Well, uh, it's it's in New York, so it's <laughs> the, he's right on the map. One of the two. <laughs> he hit clo- close enough. Um, yeah. I feel like the it's Nets like a, also, like a dark also have that momentum, right? Yeah, the Nets have momentum in the Knicks. <coughs> Get rid of your owner. Force him to sell the team. He won't, though. He won't, and that's why he'll never be good. That's 30 seconds, so we move on to more Nets news, more Nets talk. They've traded the former Trailblazer, Alan Crabb, to the Hawks, which has cleared $46 million off the books. My immediate takeaway from this was, is that how much Alan Crabb is making? <laughs> um, I did not have that reaction, but that is pretty funny. Um, what this allows the Nets to do is re-sign D'Angelo Russell and have space for one other max contract or get rid of D'Angelo and have Space for two max contracts, aka Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. The race for Kevin Durant is in the in the state of New York is going to be fierce this summer. It's also the Nets are also getting a starting small forward in Torian Prince. Torian Prince, very good athlete, 
super. I would take Torian Prince over Alan Crabb any day. So Nets, I think, won this all in all. Torian Prince isn't bad. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's get to MLB news. The first one we just want to talk a little bit about the MLB draft. I don't know what he's clapping about, but I joined him. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's the first pick. Yes. Number one pick goes to the Orioles. They take Oregon State Beaver Adley Rutschman. Sherwood product. Sherwood project product. They call him Captain America on the team. Um, All-American guy hit over 400 this season. Beast. <laughs> oh, sh- averaging over four, like your, your average over 400. That's insane. Yeah. And have they and given they, out the Golden Spikes award? I, I don't believe they. I don't believe they have yet. But he is one of the finalists. Or finalists for and a, a guy who is actually going to catch in the majors. Um, very excited Probably to watch weekend. this guy in like seven or eight years when he actually makes it. No, he might catch this weekend. I heard. Well, I mean, not for the Orioles. I mean, not for their pro team. Uh, that's what I heard. Wait, really? No, I'm, I'm messing. <laughs> throw him in there. Batter <laughs> <Yes. laughs> up. You made me look gullible. All right. Um, other picks. Royals take shortstop Bobby Witt Jr., a high schooler. Love it. Nice Royals pick guy. Yep. Do you? You watch his highlight tape? You breaking him down? Uh, no. As far as my time spent, if I would have like a pie chart of my time that I spend in my day, I'd have a 0% um, piece representing the time I spend watching uh, baseball prospect highlight videos. I can say that pretty confidently. But hey, big Royals guy over here. Yeah, huge Royals guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And and with the 20th pick, the Mariners took George Kirby, right-handed pitcher at an Elon. Elon, mm. big guy, a good fastball, and uh, plus stuff is what I hear. But let me ask you this. Does this name sound like a name that's going to dominate for the next couple, uh, you know, decade and a half in the majors? George Kirby. No. No. No, he, said, he, sounds, like a, he sounds like a trashy salesman. He sounds like a guy that all he does is do... Is watch Netflix and eat marshmallows in bed. That's all he's, George Kirby does. He sounds like a guy who's only gonna order Brussels sprouts yeah. before sex. <laughs> he also probably has a George Roman grill to grill those marshmallows next to his bed because Nick he's too late. Big panini guy, yeah. George Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he likes it, to it instruct does... others on how to make them properly. Yeah. That's not he, the way he, does, he does a YouTube channel from his bed, so he, he knows all about life. <laughs> There you go. That's that, the best. That's, that's, that sums it up. That's George. <laughs> Guys, sick. That's George. Oh, that was funny. GK Enterprises. G- GKE, baby. Guys, that's sick. That's his username on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, get rid of that guy. <laughs> his YouTube name is just George on YouTube. <laughs> Love it. Um, Craig, Craig Kimbrell. That's, that's tough for me. Craig Kimbrell um, doesn't have a YouTube page, but he does have a contract with the Cubs, a three-year contract. He joins them. This is going to be big for the Cubs, who have needed pitching help. I don't know a lot of pitchers, but of the pitchers I know, 
Craig Kimbrell, good guy. Oh. Good sign. Do you know Dallas Keuchel? Yes, I do, actually. He is a, uh, I believe he's a World Series champion, and he is now a Atlanta Brave. He has agreed on a contract for the remainder. It's a one-year contract, $13 million. This guy was a free agent for a long time, even though he's a big-time pitcher. So is Kimbrell as well, correct? Like they were yes. both like one of the last ones to get signed in free agency. Yeah, I think correct? they were they were both over like almost like six or seven months they were free agents. I hey, if you I'm glad that I wouldn't have the balls to do that. There was obviously some sort of uh black balling of not know, really. It was just they wanted a lot more than people were willing the, to pay. Let's say not blackballing, but there was a collusion effort between I feel like there was a collusion effort within the owners of the MLB, like, hey, we're not going to sign these guys, any free agents, really, to these numbers. If they're asking for this much, we're not going to give it to them. Let's, let's push down I don't think it was, value. like, collusion. I just think it was, like, You don't think so, really? N- no. I just think other... There's so... There's an oversaturation of players in the MLB. Mm. And they all want this money. Fair enough. MLB guy. You know it would fix it? Get rid of, let's see, double A, A, and all the other friggin' leagues that nobody even knows about. Pecos League. You get two leagues. Triple A in the pros. You heard it in the first. Pe- in the Pecos League. Yeah, go ahead and keep them. Nobody, Nobody's coming from there anyway. Two yeah. leagues, just like the human anatomy, the male anatomy, has two testicles. However, well, most of us do. Most of us. Lance do. doesn't, <laughs> and Mitch Haniger is—we're not sure yet. But he, the Mariners, Mitch Haniger, um, all-star <laughs> Mitch Haniger, going to the injured list with a ruptured testicle after he hit a foul ball into his. Uh, sensitives. Mm. Is a rupture an explosion? God, I... <laughs> what, what, is a, what, exactly so is a what is a rupture? so uncomfortable when you said What is a rupture? I think that's kind of, it's I think like it's a... Close. I don't think it has to be like... I don't think it's like the Death Star blowing like, up, but I think it's like... <laughs> I, think, I think it's, you know, definitely damage. Wow. It's like a testicular stroke, I think. From a baseball. Hey. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Pra- it's like pra- a- not the kind of stroke you get after Brussels sprouts, but definitely the kind you ha- you have when you hit a baseball. It was probably being thrown at over 90 miles an hour. Go right into your privates. Here's my advice. Work up. Hey. <coughs> All I gotta say, bless them. Yeah. yeah. Um, in Mitch Haniger's name, we pray. Praise the Lord, Mitch Hanniger. We are over you today. Ha- hang low, Hanniger. <laughs> we, are ha- we are praying for hang low, Hanniger. <laughs> praying that that one testicle be just like that second testicle. <laughs> the unruptured one. <laughs> that's 30 seconds. That's, that that's, why, that is 30 that's seconds. Yeah, speaking of ridiculous things, including hitting yourself in the giblets, the... In the minor leagues, there was a combined no-hitter. It was broken up by a player who, with plus-plus speed, who laid down a bunt for a base hit. After the game, the team that had the no-hitter going 
They got upset, had a benches clearing chest up, you know, because nobody fights anymore. But they they went a, they had a bro off after the game. Benches clearing. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Why would I like you okay with what? I think benches clearing is like good for the game. Yeah, is laying down the bunt a problem? If it's like if that's how you if that's how you break up a no hitter. It was tied though, right? I believe the game was tied. They were down three nothing. But base men were on. I believe. Yes. Yeah. If I remember correctly. There. I don't have a. No, he was trying to start something. So no, nobody was on. Are you sure? No. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I I misunderstood though. If if you are still in the game and and you're say within three runs, I think that's fine to lay down the bun. I'm not. I'm not rolling over. For you Here's to, my to you know, yeah, I'm with you 100. percent Yeah, you don't roll over. Uh, it doesn't matter what the score is. I'm laying down the bunt. Yeah, cause screw you. No, yeah, you gotta play. I'm not. Yeah, once you get through seven innings, I'm not or eight innings. What's the pitcher? Yeah, I mean, what are you supposed to teach? How are you supposed to teach your kid that? Yeah, what you what do you teach your kid? You give your best. You give your all, no matter what. What is this trying to say? You give your best. You give your all. Unless the other guy is doing well, then you don't. Then shake his hand and give him what? Ball. Yeah. And it's like okay, if the pitcher that is a I'm gonna take my ball and go home mentality. What? You did this other thing because the thing you tried to do first didn't work. How dare you, sir? Uh, yeah. I quit. Everybody, shut up. This is why people don't watch baseball. Ditto. I watch baseball. Hey, Diamondbacks won today. Let's go. <laughs> One game under 500. Let's keep it rolling. Close. Hey, you're close enough. You'll get there. You'll get there. Just imagine if you had Goldie. Hey, we have. R.I.P. R.I.P. Have- to Goldie. R.I.P. to the 20 foot 9 inches three point line in college basketball. That has now been moved. Back to the international distance of 22 feet, 1 inch, and 3, 1 and 3 quarters inches. 22 feet, 1 and 3 quarters inches. Because 22 feet and 2 inches would just be too damn difficult. I'm thinking about why the move, like why this move happened. And it can only be because of the uh, evolution of of feeder programs into the NBA. More kids are choosing to go professional at a young age and going overseas and playing, um, i.e., uh, you know, LaMelo Ball, that number five prospect um, in this year's high school class who's going pro next year, who's playing in Australia. Hampton. Y- yes, thank you. But basically now everyone's going – everybody at the highest level underneath the NBA will be using the same three-point line. I think it's good. I like it. People are hitting it no, too high of yeah, a level. I just don't think it matters. Yeah, but they got rid of the baseline three. Who's going to hit that now? Uh, they'll adjust. Yeah. What? They do They're not open. moving the court. <coughs> there will be a lot more out-of-bounds calls, probably. It's going to... Uh, those, those corner threes are going to be long twos. Yeah. Hey, that's good for the game. More what? twos. More twos. Stop Move. spreading the court out so Stop much. Stop camping. That's where I made my money. That yeah, was your you're, money. you're everything that's wrong with basketball. <laughs> Stop that. 
<laughs> Stop, I am a, they couldn't even get it out with a straight face. I'm a, I'm America's top prospect. Let's, let's be real here. Basically, ESPN you, top you, one. You and Bryce James. Oh, I would slap the shit out of Bryce James. He's eleven. I Calm don't down care. Uh, let's talk about hockey would, real quick. I would break his ankle. Wow. Okay, speaking of breaking things, uh, a defenseman for the Boston Bruins, he broke his jaw in Game 4 and then proceeded to play in Game 5. That's unreal toughness. His broke jaw? Broke his jaw. He had it wired shut. He had to write his answers down during his press conference. What's good, Kanye? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's, the, that's, the, that's the dude's dude right there. He shouldn't have been playing, but it was a it was a team. It wasn't a team. It was a personal election to play in that game. Uh, official or medical officials advised against it, but he wanted to play. Uh, yeah, the ESP, ESPN hockey guy. They were. He, I heard an interview with him. People asked, "Is this like normal?" And he was like, "Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty normal." And then they asked. Is it okay for the Blues, the team playing the Bruins that this guy plays for, to attack that jaw? And he said, yeah. It's hockey, bro. It's hockey, man. <laughs> it's hockey. Which is why I love hockey. Anyway, the Blues took a 3-2 lead, beating Boston on their home ice. It's going to get intense. I recommend watching. Mm. I also recommend sticking with us for recess because... We got a game that's going to be very, very fun, and you'll probably learn something too. Let's let's go to recess right now because we just gave you all the news. There's nothing left to talk about. If we played them ten times, they might win nine, but not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. This week for the news, we play List Off. List Off in... Five, four, three, two, one. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. In List Off, one of us hosts this week, it'll be still smooth, has come up with a list um, and the other two hosts... This week it'll be myself and at St. Bales. They go back and forth naming people from that list. They get three strikes. Once one person gets three strikes, a winner is chosen. If you get the wrong answer, you will hear a buzzer sounding yep. like this. And if not, you got the answer correct. So for this week, you get a ding. Pew, 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 pew. You'll get a ding. You'll get a ding. For this You'll week, get a pew, 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 pew. No, you won't get that. Our list of... You get a ding. Our list-off topic is NBA Finals MVP award winners <laughs> between oh. the between the years of the 1990 season, the 1991 season, and last year the 2017-2018 season. And obviously, you guys know that there are um, repeat winners yeah. of this award. So how does that work? Once a person is. Uh, is called out once, they cannot be repeated. Okay. Um, Who would like to start? So again, between the year of 90-91 all the way to last year, 2017-18. At St. Bales is never lost in this game. 
he has home court, he gets to go first. Dwayne Wade. Oh, I get it. Try and take take my favorite <laughs> player. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Wait, what year? Does there's oh, only nine. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, <coughs> there's going to be a clock of 15 seconds, a shot clock. Okay. I'll let you He's know. He's googling 10. it right now. I can see his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hand check. Okay. Dwayne Wade and Michael Jordan taken off the table at St. Bales. Ready, go. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Correct. Kobe Bryant. Correct. Kawhi Leonard. Tim Duncan. Correct. Kevin Durant. Correct. LeBron James. Steph Curry. Really? Yes. You never want it. Um, let's see. I don't want to get one wrong right after him, but, oh, Dirk. Five, yes. Fails, go. Um, Duncan. You said Duncan. Correct. Mm -hmm. How many seconds do I have? Five seconds. Four, three, two. I got nothing. One. Bales with two strikes at Walt Disney. Zero. At Walt Disney, go. Why do I? He hasn't even got them yet. But he got a strike, so you got to go. Okay. Um. Let's see. I will. Five seconds. Oh shit. Uh. How about David Robinson? No. It might be too early. Watch Disney one strike at St. Bales, two strikes at St. Nope. Bales. One one. Okay, one one. At St. Bales, go. Um Chauncey Billups? Yes, dude. I didn't think anyone was gonna get that one. Yes, now Chauncey I'm Billups. lost. Now now I'm kinda Wait, so is it one one or two one? It's one one. One one, okay. We both have one strike. Okay, gotcha. No, I have two strikes. You do? Because I didn't answer. So I had, I had, yeah, don't I have two strikes? I think you have two. Okay, I'm not the, I'm not the official this week. So, um, two, one. Think hard. Um, Ready, go. Uh, I have somebody in mind, but I think it might be too early again. I will. Five seconds. Uh, Scotty. Uh, no, Scotty. Pippen. Even who I wanted to say. I should have just said the one. Yeah. I'm trying to pocket it. Two I... to two. So if at St. Bales gets one wrong and you get one wrong, it's a tie. If at St. Bales gets one wrong and you get one right, you win. Okay. And vice versa. At St. Bales, are you ready for the clock to start? I got one right now. Hundred percent. Uh, Hakeem. Yes. Damn, that yes. Was the one I yes. Yes. There you go. Okay. I, you, I was if, thinking back to like the early years, and it was just Pistons, Bulls, 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 and then I was like, Oh yeah, 
Yes. So they won those two titles back to back. If at Walsh Disney does not get this one correct, the game you you had the Warriors backed up in a corner. Easy, buddy. <laughs> you had the defending champs backed up in the corner. Dude, I'm telling. I told you it was gonna happen. <laughs> like off the bat. Ready? No. Three, two, one, go. Think. Yeah, thanks. Mid mid thanks 2000. for that one. Uh, Five seconds. Yeah, no, Three, you gotta give me longer. Two. Give me longer because my last strike. And one. You're talking the whole time. Okay. Five <coughs> seconds. Five more seconds. Yes. From right now. You're milking it. From right now. Yes. Okay, I have twenty. Oh shit. Um, let's go. I'm just gonna uh, throw it early. Toss out of me. Patrick Ewing. Is that too early? No. What year was that? Can you give me a year? At least? For Ewing? No, can you give me the year of who we're missing as an MVP? Yes. Because there, there's got to be... I don't think we've covered... 14 and 15. Like, the year 14-15. Which should be pretty easy, right? Who, who, who got this finals MVP and we're all like, oh, what the hell? In 14-15. Oh, I didn't use that one. Yeah, think about that though. Because was... I can't. I'm trying to think of his name. What? Oh yeah, I got you guys it. know. Yeah. Can I go? Go. Yeah. Iguodala. Yes. It's over. Yeah, it's over. Now we're just now we're okay. just. Okay. You can't just give me years. <clears throat> oh no. Yeah. So the last two that you guys have not picked, because every everyone on this list was picked except for these two. Uh, it was. 06, 07, the year 06, 07, and then after that, 07, 08. Wait, hold on. One Ooh, from the west, it? one from the west, one from the east. This one's not going to be easy. The 07, 08 is going to be big. I think this one might... It was Duncan. No, but it right, correct team. It was Manu. Was it Bruce Bowen? No, no. Oh. It was Tony? It was Tony. F*** you. It was Tony. <laughs> it was Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said. It was Tony. I did not. I did not know that. I have uh, no idea. Tony. Who was the okay. other one we didn't get? Oh seven, oh eight, from the Eastern Conference. KG. Same team. Shit himself. Paul. Yes. <laughs> Paul. He won one. Paul Pierce. Oh seven or what a 07, bad 08. year. Dude, that's bullshit. I remember watching that uh, that finals. That I was... remember watching that series too. I can't yeah. remember. I can't believe that I was thinking of trying to think of Andre Iguodala's name early. Yeah. And then forgot to keep thinking. To go back to it. I thought you guys were going to get uh, Iggy first. Uh, he was the first one I thought of. I'm surprised Bales went with uh, Dwayne Wade right away. Well, I wanted to rub that in Walter's face. <laughs> yeah, I knew that's what you were doing. I knew that's what you were doing. <laughs> Premeditated. You dirty slut. <laughs> love it. I absolutely love it. And that was recess. All right. Well, he's that still, was, that was still unbeaten. Still unbeaten. That That's your game. It's a dynasty. We can add Pascal Siakam to that list here coming up. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. <laughs> Okay, uh, what do we got next? NBA Finals talk. That game's happening right now. 
The NBA Finals. You want to go to a live update before before we yeah. get to that? Yeah. It's 46 It's 46-42 at half. 46-42. Right. Who's up, Bales? War- Warriors are up. Let's talk about it. Finals talk. You just got a live update. The Warriors are up, although in this series they are down two to one, so they are trying to tie it up. Um, going back to game three, let's talk about how Steph had a big game all by himself. Forty-seven <laughs> points. I could do that in my sleep, bruh. Most likely. I'd like to make two points on this. One. I'd love to be in a place where I could get Steph Curry to talk very honestly, thank you for that, very honestly about how he had to go LeBron style for one night. And how tough that is. How was it? How did that feel? Oh, if I don't score 55, we're definitely going to lose? Loner's Island. Oh, I couldn't do it? Yeah. That's how LeBron's been for his whole career. So when you, when you say Steph and KD, oh, they're these great players now, they're more skilled players than LeBron. They're younger. They're be- better athletes at this point, maybe. But that's a whole different conversation than better players. LeBron's still a better basketball player. And the other thing is, the other thing is, Draymond Hall of Famer? Where was he? Airballing three-pointers? No. If Dennis... Here's my thing with Draymond to the Hall of Fame. If Dennis Rodman's one, he can maybe be one. Dennis Rodman's not one, he's not one. And he and Kevin Love, basically the same career, just on better wait, just on better teams. Wait, you're saying Draymond and Kevin Love? Basically same the same career. If, but Draymond's been on a better team. You're not saying better play or you're not saying same player, it's like same career. Like you're playing like yeah. that. That role player on a winning team kind of guy, yeah. right? Okay, I get that. Yeah, oh yeah. no, that's a good comparison. I don't but see Caleb him. Love's better. I mean, he held down the Timberwolves for longer. He, uh, Caleb's a bitch. Damn, I don't know. Draymond's never done anything by himself. I love. He's no. literally done nothing for himself. And that's he's true. never had the opportunity to do anything by yeah, himself. Yeah, because he doesn't want it. I love Draymond. He couldn't. I love mm. Draymond on the defensive end. In two K, he can. <laughs> who would who would you pick? Who would you pick for your team right now? Caleb, in their prime, Caleb or uh, Draymond? Fat Caleb or skinny Caleb? Skinny. Start a team? No, just right now. Just in, on what to team? Fill out the roster. Whatever. Skinny whatever Caleb? Roster. Skinny Caleb. Oh, I'd take Draymond any day. To fill what? To fill, if I have like an all star roster, you're, you're, thinking, you're thinking too much about it. Just average roster. Draymond, 100%. The Portland Trailblazers. Draymond, 100%. But we already have two good players. That's the thing. This is, but this is the difference with this conversation. Is Draymond is the quintessential role guy. Yeah, but that's not a Hall of Fame. No, I don't. So no, that's all. Not, that's yeah. the only point I was trying. I'm to not make. arguing. We got way too, way deeper than yeah. this. Draymond is a fatter Al Farouk Amino. He <laughs> is. <laughs> There's the take. There it is. Stop it right there and move on to Clay Thompson. Is playing tonight. Yep. Bad A. A. I don't he, care what y'all say. Clay is the coolest warrior. I like Clay a lot, actually. He's dope. Yeah, He's he cool, is. Cool, cool guy. Cool guy. You see the video of him running his mouth when Drake was coming down? Yes, I did. Oh, um, my God. But we want to try and project it forward uh, because the game's happening right now. So 
We don't want to just talk about this game because by the time you hear this, you're listening to this, it's going to be over. So projecting forward, Clay Thompson's health and the impact that now that he is back now. What is Clay he has, to this series? That, that, Clay. Ham, that hamstring again is a huge question because on defense, on you can play off, you can shoot and have a productive offensive game with the hamstring injury. The hamstring scares me on defense, it, wherever he's matched up. Right now, he's he's Golden State's leading scorer uh, through halftime of Game Four with 14 points. Second leading scorer, Steph Curry with 11. So it looks like he's doing fine. And that's going to be huge because if he wasn't here, they did not have a chance. Um, somebody that they do have a chance, even though he's not playing. Kevin Durant is out officially for this game. He is severely questionable for five. No, he's probable. They said he could be available for five or six. I said probable. So he's, he's coming back in. Yeah, because you're a doctor. Yeah, he's not playing this series, dude. He's not. So he's going to New York. And this is the thing. We're not talking about that. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're not, we're not talking about that. This is the Brooklyn thing I, in the house without a doubt. This is the thing I heard today. There was a med- – somebody uh, – I heard this when listening to the radio. This person that I was listening to had been talking to um, a sports doctor. Because he has a lot of sources. And there was, there was video of Kevin Durant icing his leg. And the doctor said – why is the ice so low? It wasn't on his calf. It was near his Achilles. Oh, dun, 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 dun. What a trick. Hey, God. doctors don't lie. He's got a trick. Yeah, Achilles. they kind of do. I know a couple doctors <laughs> yeah, that lie. I know it. a couple doctors that lie. Jeez. Well, this is getting personal. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> do you guys agree with DeRo- DeMar? Tamar DeRozan saying he was a sacrificial lamb for the Raptors. That the things that are happening now would not have happened if it wasn't for him. I hundred percent. I think he's Agreed. taking it too personal, and I he had to leave. He had to go if that was gonna work. But the way he used the term sacrificial lamb, like I think he's just taking it too. I would. He I would did be upset when they. When it was just Kyle Lowry, they weren't that good. Then it was DeMar and Kyle Lowry. They made them relevant. Yeah. And then since then, they used DeMar to get Kawhi, which put them over the top. I think he's right. But it, but it's also not just DeRozan moving. It's uh, who was the coach who got fired last year? Uh, Dwayne Dwayne Casey. Thank you. Let the 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 insight that Nigiri or Masai, yeah, Masai um, <laughs> had. I don't know if this was just pure luck, but that move to move Demar and then move off of Dwayne Casey. Nick Nurse is a tactic is a tactical coach, and he is he's proven that he knows what to do in game situations to handle rosters. I'm yeah, a, I'm give the Nurse ball guy. to Kawhi. <laughs> I think that's rota- what I see the most. I think his rotations are on point, okay. and I think Nick Nurse is doing a great job. I don't know. I just so do I. I just don't think it. Do I think Dwayne Casey could have done a similar job? Sure, sure. But any, but that's off the point. Yeah, DeRozan. Uh, I I think no. you're saying he's he a little bit over dramatic about yes. it, Real- but it is true. Yeah. So is so is Jonas Valanciunas going to say he's the sacrificial lamb as well? <laughs> 
Uh, some I'm, guys no. have to Hon- take the bullet. Honestly, that's coming soon too. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Um, let's see. Kyle Lowry, sacrificial lamb for all players who have been, um, or somebody's crossed the line with. He's he's the man, Good dude. Transition. Kyle Lowry. Who knows? Kyle Lo- Kyle Lowry is low key the man. He's. I like Kyle Lowry. Very very good guy. Um, especially the this is a popular take. Especially since he was pushed by Mark Stevens, a minority owner and investor for, for the Warriors during Game Three. Guy's a bum. He is a bum. That guy has received a one year ban and a five hundred thousand dollar fine from the NBA. No, Let me. No, no. Can I drop a quick fact on you guys? And you guys, yeah. I want to hear you react off of this. So this guy, Mark Stevens, he's a venture capitalist. Yeah. He's worth $2.3 billion. He is the 957th wealthiest person in the world. I don't give a shit. This 500K, this $500,000 fine, they were doing like equivalents. And the $500,000 fine is the equivalent to the average household, like the average American household, being fined $150. That fine is nothing. That fine is nothing. Yeah, it's BS. Exactly. (laughs) Like, okay, a five hundred dollar fine. That's it. That's one hundred and fifty dollar fine. Yeah. Well, yes, to the average person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To this guy, basically the equivalent of one hundred and fifty dollars. That's super weak in a one year ticket. A one year, yeah, a one year ban. Like this. This dude intentionally. This wasn't the same as the Russell Westbrook one we talked about, where he was a kid. This is an investor. This is a grown ass man. He is part of your organization. This guy needs to be. He needs to be propped up and made an example of. And this is not it. I, I don't. Yes, I think this is placating the angry, the angry players. What I what. The push was kind of weird. He didn't get landed on. Mark Stevens didn't get landed on. He went out of his way to push. Kyle and that's Lowry. the thing that I was most, most. This is why it was so bad to me is because he wasn't even close. He was a couple seats away, reached over to put himself in that situation. I and the put to me the push was like okay you can't put hands on a player. But what I wasn't okay with is as a minority owner you can't say multiple times go blank yourself. Yeah. Dude, cool your jets, man. You are a face of an organization. Who do you, you can't think, be saying who that. Who do you think you are? Yeah. Yeah. Why was your wife standing up in the first place, too? Like she's trying to get out of there. Kyle, Kyle <laughs> ran into her seat like that, and maybe that's why he was ticked. But like, he just set himself up to sit at the same table as Donald Sterling and James Dolan. Like, ooh, not that. He, he can go blank himself. Like that's just like a low. That's a unclassy move. That that Kyle didn't deserve whatsoever. Yeah, and I thought he, I thought Kyle Lowry handled it the best way he possibly could. He did a really good job with that. Because because if Kyle would have laid a hand on him, the media would have lost it. Oh, yeah, lost. I mean, it, it is the NBA, so it would probably be like a, I don't know. Kyle would have gotten like a twelve game suspension, Nick. Like, oh yeah, for the NBA, it would have been really bad. But I think the media would have been real soft on it. They always are on the NBA. But this is what I didn't like. Draymond said the players are definitely vulnerable. Okay. Meaning, they're talk, talk meaning about what? they're vulnerable to like 
these kinds of situations to from fans. Talk about overdramatic people. Like, Draymond, you're not vulnerable. You're 6'9", 250. Like, let's not... Let's pull back on that. Cool the Jets on that you're vulnerable. You're a grown man. Act like it. Mm-hmm. Things happen. <laughs> you know? Like, I get, I get it. It's not a situation that should happen. But let's slow down, buddy. A lot of you this- are being paid a whole bunch of money and you're a big human being. Yeah, I think you're going to be okay. This don't, whole thing... Don't act like you are the president in a foreign country. It's It sparked the conversation about how to protect... About like lines bling, being blurred between players and spectators, and how when that happens, another malice in the palace is going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen, and I think that's too far. But I think that's like, I don't know. That was the conversation this week, at least in the sports world, about hey, how do we prevent these things from happening so we never have to see a malice in the palace again? Oh, yeah. we will though. You think so? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. In the, ne- in the next five years, there will be another massive altercation. Who, who's the one NBA player to set it off? Ron Artest was the, the perfect player to ignite that fire. Who would be this one? Marcus Smart. Ooh, that's oh, that's a good man. Yeah, that is a good That is very good. And Boston- Marcus, Smart, Marcus Smart is going to snap. There's a, there, there's a list of guys that I can that think of off one. my head that are going to snap. Yeah. And I don't just put it on... The fans. I put it. I think there's oh, some both. blame to go both sides. Yeah. Players are a lot more sensitive now. Oh yeah. A lot more sensitive. Definitely agree. Um. Okay. So let's revisit our picks for the finals. Previously. In previous episodes. Previously on the Boldantos podcast. Uh, I at Walt Disney have picked the Golden State Warriors in six. Bales, you picked the Raptors in six, six and six. Smooth, you? I had Raptors in seven, I believe. Raptors in seven. How do we feel? Let's give a percentage of how good we feel about those picks. I'm staying Raptors in six, 100%. Okay, but give a percentage on how good you feel. Uh, 75%. Ooh, okay. That's because they might. of the way feeling good about it. Because they might win tonight and end it in Game Five in Toronto. The, <laughs> I'm what? Gonna, I'm yeah. serious. So you gave them the you gave the Warriors too many games. Okay. No, okay. you at no you asked me the percentage no, of my pro- prediction, and I said seventy five percent because there's a small chance that they. I, I know what you said. I thought okay. you were going the other way with it. I okay. uh, for that same reason that Bales is saying I'm going eighty. 80, no, 70% that my pick is correct. I think I went too many games. I think the longer this series goes, the more it plays to the Warriors where they can get healthy. If Toronto's going to win, they need to win fast and close this out. I, I agree with that. That's why I'm saying I am confident in my pick of Warriors and six about 43%. <laughs> not feeling great about it. Minority. Minority yeah, def- definitely, <laughs> but not pushing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how you make it. You, you know how you become a minority owner. How? You make a lot of money. You know how you make a lot of money. How do you do that? Well, you make proper bets. How do you make proper bets? How do you do that? You gotta. You listen to PTO and PTO's picks. Amen to PTO's picks, baby. Let's bring it on. La la yeah. la la. 
can't wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life? Gambling. Who say anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Money. Thank you at Walsh Disney for that introduction. As every week, I, Mr. PTO, am here giving you PTO's picks, where I make the picks and you make the money. This week, I thought I'd shake things up uh, as we are recording on a Friday and there is no finals game tomorrow. I am doing something a little different. Um, the Women's World Cup has started today, uh, so I am going to be taking the U.S. Women's National Team to win the World Cup. Currently, they're sitting at plus 300, and they are the favorite to win the World Cup, with also Alex Morgan, the favorite to win the Golden Boot, plus 600. USA, USA. The Golden Boot is basically the MVP of the Women's World Cup. Um, so the 2019 Women's World Cup is set to get underway today, um, with host France kicking off the festivities uh, today at 3. Uh, actually, we just missed it um, against South Korea. The French uh, field one of the top teams in the world as they are one of the favorites, sitting at 7-2 to two, to win it all in the latest World Cup odds. However, Team USA is the defending champion of the event, and they will be looking to win their fourth World Cup. Four World Cups is unprecedented, just FYI. Um, Alex Morgan and Carly Lloyd have the Americans at number one in the FIFA rankings entering this week, and their history of success on the game's biggest stage make the Americans seven to four favorites, that being that plus 300 odds. Um, other top contenders include Germany at 11 to two, England at seven to one, who are both um, eliminated in the semifinals of last uh, of the previous uh, Women's World Cup. Um, so I, uh, yeah, watch Disney. Give me the women's U.S. national team to win the World Cup. And I, you know what I want you to do with that? What? I want you to lock it in. All right. That uh, got to pay attention if you're gonna want to yeah. make money. Yeah, you bet. That means you're gonna have to watch the World Cup. You guys watching the World Cup? I'm fine with the money I have. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh... I'll stay broke. I don't have cable for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's the show we got for you this week. Ended it on a... Patriotic note. On patriotic note. D-Day, US like National Team. We tie it all yeah. in. We started with D-Day, we ended with the National Team. Patriotic podcast. America... America. Next week we'll talk some NBA finals. 
some sports. Next week, we might talk Canada. <laughs> hey, let's hope so. Oh, Canada. <laughs> let's hope that so. God shed its grace on. God shed its grace on thee. <laughs> yeah. And we'll probably gonna get some it. Something Pascal Siakam related. I don't know. Pascal, he's at the free throw line right now. Live oh. update. Live update for you. There's 429 in the third, and it is 6160 Golden State. Yeah, you bet. Here we come. Tune in next week for um, nonsensical business. Business. And probably some NBA Finals wrap up. Def. Yes. Not definitely. Very possibly. At least. Most likely. What's 100 minus 43? 60. 57. 57. At least a 57% chance that we have NBA Finals wrap-up. Four, midweek takes or entertaining pictures and such. Find us on Twitter, bold underscore nonsense. Or the main one on Instagram, bold.nonsense. Or if you'd like to get personal with it, email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. There. Expect the show on Saturday uh, usually early in the morning. Find us on SoundCloud. Thanks to all the listens on there. Or on iTunes, on the iTunes podcast app. Thank you for listening to episode 67. Let's get out of here. Say bye to yeah. the senseless. Bye-bye. Yeah. So long now. I'm well, at Still Smooth. Uh, and let him know who you are. I'm so at you're uh, Still Smooth. Much love. He says much love. I am at St. Bale's, and I say cheers to all y'all on this beautiful weekend. God bless y'all. And I'm at Walsh Disney. I say amen, but I usually say, if you love it, love us. And I also say thank you so much for joining us on episode 67 of the Bull Nonsense Podcast. Stay senseless. Peace, baby. very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.